BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Welcome to episode number 81 of the Marine Layer podcast. You know what we're talking about today. I'm going to try to sound positive for this part. Before we start the show, your reminder... Follow the show, download our episodes, leave us a five-star review if you're listening. Those reviews and downloads help us out a bunch. Watch us on YouTube, full video podcast, like, comment, subscribe over there, and check us out on social media, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube Shorts, at Marine Layer Pod. Let's get it rolling. And we welcome you to this episode of the Marine Layer Podcast, part of the Just Baseball Podcast Network, recording here on Saturday afternoon, December 9th, and the Shohei Otani sweepstakes are over. He has signed with the LA Dodgers. <sighs> Cups of the rose. <laughs> Should I yeah, put a music sucks. bed when, when, when I eventually edit this podcast here after we're done recording. Should I just put that under that? Should, yeah. should this whole episode just be the instrumental of Marvin's room? Yes. Okay, listen, everybody. For everybody that's tried to give us a hard time on social media the last few days, of course, we never actually thought the Mariners were the single favorites to land Shohei Otani. But you know what? There's two things with this. One, how is it any fun to just have given up hope months ago? That's no fun. I don't think that's a fun way to be a fan. It's fun to believe you've got a chance to sign the greatest player ever until it is physically not possible anymore. And two, like there were some reasons to get excited. I'm not saying you should believe every single leak that was out there. But again, there were some reasons to get yourself pumped up a little bit. And we tried to do that. But unfortunately, it didn't work. And it's more entertaining for us, and more importantly for you listeners, I think it's more entertaining for you guys as well. After all of this, though, he has signed a 10-year, $700 million contract with the LA Dodgers. A lot of that money is deferred, but that's the number. Because of that number, we know there was never a chance from the beginning. It was never a possibility. As Daniel Kramer wrote and reported at MLB.com, the Mariners did not see this as a realistic option, and that was true. That was 100% true. It, this was not ever realistic in this point. I'll say this again. I think if they wanted to pay that money, they could have paid that money, but realistic in the sense that ownership would not have ever forked it up, 100% they never would have forked it up, which is unfortunate to say, but that is the state and reality of being a Mariners fan with this ownership group. Is, is they're just not going to pay a contract like that. You got to realize that that number 
is bigger than almost every single ownership stake in the franchise. Like, it is actually, I don't know yeah. the number exactly that John Stanton owns. I think it's what? A re- it's somewhere in the ballpark of 35, I think, 35%. The Mariners are valued at $2.2 billion with the the last update. That would put John Stanton's stake in the Mariners at about 600, a little over $600 million. That's less than the amount Shohei just got, by the way. That's less. That's less than the valuation of Root Root Sports, and that's less than the valuation of the other 16 or so owners uh, that are below John Stanton, not above Chris Larson. I think Chris Larson's number exceeds the $700 million mark, but just to put into context of how, how much money that is, I mean, we would be, he would be pushing the top, top people in this franchise. So th- that's why we just don't think this number was realistic. And sure, the one for $65 million, uh, six, one year $65 million idea was, was a fun idea to think about. And as we said, the chances of it being true were pretty low, judging that we scooped it off of Reddit. But we try, like, wow, we did try and talk ourselves through it. Like, okay, like, it would make sense at this point, this point, this point, this point, if the number for Shohei because of his elbow would have been around $500 million. Hey, let's go above that. Turns out the elbow was not an issue at all. If the elbow was an issue, Shohei would have not gotten $700 million. And if the Mariners actually offered one for 65 with the LA Dodgers offer on the table, Shohei Otani's agents were like, yep. Thanks for talking. That's it. That was a very short and efficient discussion. Well, you're right about that. And this contract's going to pay for itself. Like, that's what I keep coming back to. Yes, this is an absurdly high dollar figure that he's going to get. He's worth it, but he's going to get a ridiculous amount of money in this deal. But again, he's going to double the Dodgers the money that they're paying for him. Like, you just said it. Have you looked at the Dodgers' Instagram accounts since Shohei's signed? I mean, their their followers are off the charts. Shohei Otani is such a moneymaker, not just because of what he does on the field, everything he can do around it too, with bringing in fans and TV app, TV revenue and, and ticket sales, jersey sales, everything, like whatever team he was going to go to, he was going to make him a ton of money. And now he's going to make the Dodgers a ton of money and way more money than they're going to end up paying him. What was your favorite moment of this whole saga? I mean, what, like we really, in the last 36 hours let's say 48 hours last 48 hours had an NBA off season. We have been begging major league baseball's off season to be more entertaining. And finally in the last two days, we got private jets being tracked. We had a Yusei Kikuchi reservation at a sushi sushi <laughs> restaurant in Toronto. Uh, we had a, 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 a uh, what, what else? We had a private jet. Apparently, the since deleted tweet this morning about a private jet flying from Orange County to to Boeing Field today. Just so many things on top of John Morosi's inaccurate reporting yesterday, into which I, my heart goes out to the entire country of Canada. So, with all of that, Lyle, what what do you think was your favorite moment of all this? Well, first, I want to say that to the point of Blue Jays fans being disappointed, we know exactly what this feels like. You know why? Because we went through this six years ago. Now, there were no reports about Otani hopping on private jets or anything like that, but it felt like he was destined to be a Mariner six years ago. It felt like just the way everybody thought he was going to the Dodgers in these sweepstakes, everybody thought he was going to be a Mariner six years ago, and it didn't happen. So I understand all of a sudden why Blue Jays fans got their hopes up saying, oh, this is going to happen, and then they get burned. So I get it. My favorite moment, 
of the sweepstakes, like my favorite leaked moment about a potential source. The private jet thing falling through is pretty funny. The fact that, that he, like, again, some a big reporter definitively reported this and then it got debunked and proven to not be true is hilarious because I'm just picturing the mind of Shohei seeing these reports. Oh, he's on a plane to Toronto right now. He's probably kicking back on his couch. He's looking at the streets like, I'm not on a plane. I'm, I'm hanging out here in my own house in, and, in Orange County. And the fa- and the fact that the person who got off that private jet is like everyone knows who he is because he's on Shark Tank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone everyone runs to the airport is like, oh my god, who's getting off this jet? Who's getting off this jet? And then you see, I forget his name, walking off the jet, and they're like, oh. <laughs> here's here's the other part that I would answer your question with, and this one was not public and and maybe internally this was part of the reason i got so excited what i will say is i do know somebody who tipped me off on a potential not i don't want to say scoop but just some information that said now before i say this i want to say it could have been at any point in time this could be because he trains a driveline and was looking for a second house anything but we did get tipped off to tipped off to some information saying oh i know somebody who had shohei otani have a realtor call our family about a potential house in the Seattle area. And I was like, oh, oh, you're lying. Oh, you're lying. But again, it could have been for a number of reasons. It could have been because he was lightly, likely looking at the area. It could be because he was looking for a place if he's going to train a driveline. So again, it could have been a number of reasons. And for all we know, this is totally untrue. Like it never got confirmed. It never got proven. But the fact that we heard it and I was already so on edge with these sweepstakes to begin with, I was like, well, Maybe there's a shot, but evidently it ended up not going anywhere, which is exactly why I, I know I made a joke to you. I made a joke to some of our friends. I would be like, could you imagine if we tweeted this out with all the chaos going on in these sweepstakes and everybody getting things wrong, just adding fuel to the fire? But that's exactly why I didn't do it. I, we obviously had no idea for sure if it was true, and we didn't want to look like morons for tweeting out something that was so just out there and could potentially be have no validity whatsoever but just the fact we heard it and the emotions in me started to say like oh like like maybe there's a shot here so just talking you through it he could still buy that house yeah especially with that contract now he he could buy as many residences as he likes in the seattle area if he could he could have multiple houses in the seattle area which you know switches up his routine going from from driveline back to one of his one of his two estates maybe he wants you know, two two separate houses on two different bodies of water. He's got all the options in the world now. What a tough forty eight hours for John Morosi. My <laughs> goodness. Yeah. I mean, this dude. I mean, we rag on Bob Nightingale all the time, and John Heyman, he, and John Heyman. But Morosi, with the biggest free agent of all time in Major League Baseball, tweeted. Very inaccurate information about Shohei Otani's whereabouts and what he was planning on doing, and es- essentially duped the entire country of Canada into thinking Shohei Otani was going to sign with the Toronto Blue Jays. And instead, it turns out that Bob Nightingale was the first <laughs> one on the other side to say, uh, Shohei's not on that private jet. And then John Rossi had to come out later in the night and said, I tweeted inaccurate information. And the Tom Brenneman gif was was flying wild. And, and uh, it was a very easy joke to make. That was, was a tough stretch here for for John Morosi. Not not something we, we we normally see that wrong on this level, really. 
Yeah, it's not. Again, it, it just it felt like I mean, we went to journalism school and what do they teach you, right? You you better be damn sure about your sources and you better have multiple people confirming it firmly before you're tweeting it out and, and sharing the information anywhere. That's exactly why I never tweeted this thing about the house. Like again, I, I can hope and believe all I wanted it to be, or I can hope and believe all I want internally for it to be true. But again, we had no idea. The me getting excited about that was just the fan thinking in my brain saying, oh, well, maybe. But if you're John Morosi and it's your job to report information, like, again, you you would think you'd be absolutely sure, especially with something like this. If it was some mid-tier free agent and he was reporting things of that regard, like, it still would have gotten some attention if it was wrong, but nowhere near the level of Shohei Otani. Like, everybody knows the weight of the baseball world that they hold in their hands if they're going to go and tweet out potential information about where he may or may not be signing. So. I figured when Morosi tweeted that, it had some real credit to it. But man, yeah, he not his best couple of days. This is going to be up there with Arson Judge. Oh, it'll be up there. Arson Judge, the private plane. Yeah, what a what a couple of days. And I will tell you, again, this, this podcast has basically just been a bunch of letting emotions out and, and talking through how, how we felt through whole, this whole thing. And if we're going to continue to do that and being transparent here, it's been a tough week for me, dog. In the span of seven days, I've seen the Mariners lose Jared Kelnick and not sign Shohei Otani. So those two names may not correlate at all in the brains of most people. But in my world, oh, that's like a big deal. Jared is my favorite Mariner, or was. He's a brave now. And then no Shohei. So yeah, I've been I've been put through the ringer this week. I'm, and I'm, I'm serious when I say that. It's been, it's been some tough days. You got to do something to blow some steam off now. But now, again, the worry of you mentioned on Friday's podcast, oh, man, I'm going to have to sit around my phone all weekend. I, I got to be on top of this. But now you can you're freed up. <laughs> that is true. There's no more stress. There's no more worrying. There's no more. Let's get it over with. Like now we know he's going to play for the Dodgers. That team's going to be amazing. It's the best one through three in baseball by far. And now for the Mariners, we see what comes next. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. To all those listening to this, if you actually showed up to the team store, if by chance you actually showed up to a Mariners team store today, can you please let us know? I am, I will say, I'm flattered by the amount of response we got on our Friday episode of people saying, <laughs> yep, I'll go show up to a Mariners team store and see if Shohei's there. Did you actually show up? Did, did, if you did, let us know what it was. Were, were there other people around, et cetera, et cetera? Were they shuttered? Were they being secretive? I think it ended up being just like a, a new IT system going in <laughs> in the Mariners team store, which makes sense. 
but I think people people did dare to dream, and I'm sure people were out there dreaming on the street, wait, waiting to see that uh, that limousine or something drive in with Shohei Otani in the back, and and to peek through the blinders of the of the of the of the team store to see Shohei walking through, looking at all the jerseys, all for nothing. Yeah, that would have been great. I will say, if you actually saw us talking about this on the Friday podcast, and you actually showed up to the team store, like TJ said, let us know. And if you do, we'll meet up with you at a game this year and give you a firm, hearty handshake, saying, you know what? That is dedication, and we respect you for it. We would meet up with any fans at Mariners games anyway if people actually said, oh, I want to meet these two morons at a at a game at some point. Like we're, We love to meet up with people at games. But if you actually showed up at the team store, we're going to give you a hearty handshake and say that is dedication. So, yeah, let us know. I'll say thankfully for us and for this podcast and for Mariners fans, now that this signing is out of the way and all the all the, the market, which was held up to see the valuation of this contract for Shohei Otani, now can get the rest of the gears going. We can finally start seeing the rest of those free agents, especially some of those blue chip guys that the Mariners think they might be in on and being a little more realistic of of their price point and their ballpark that we can get this rolling and the Mariners can start making some tangible additions in this offseason like Jerry DePoto said there's enough waiting around there's enough speculation there's enough us talking about rumors and ifs ands buts like it is time now for action to happen the action is going to start now if the Mariners are serious about contending in 2024. As we've said, they've put themselves in a precarious position. And now that the market has shown the first free agent through the door, the rest of them can continue going, and that can open up the trade market as well. And teams that thought they had a shot at Shohei Otani didn't want to add just quite yet because obviously that was a big number. But now that big number is gone, and we're back to all the now, I guess, quote-unquote, regular price free agents. We can get this thing moving along, and we can bring you more great content when when the offseason moves start coming in. Let's see him do it. Even if it's not going to be Shohei, there's guys out there. Blake Snell, as we know, is out there. Yandy Diaz is out there. The other Rays are out there. Who else do you want to throw into the mix? Jorge Soler is out there. Like The Mariners can still go and make moves to make this happen. And as we've talked about, about the whole payroll thing, the regional sports network thing, like forget about that. Put this team over the top and give them a chance to win. I will say, back to the John Morosi thing really fast. I think Mariners fans are getting fed up with him because he is reporting every single free agent on the market as a fit for the Mariners. He said it about Cody Bellinger. He said it about Mitch Garver. He said it about who else? Has he said it about Solaire? He said it about a bunch of people. So, In the past, I mean, he's done it about Trey Turner, etc. It's like, yeah, yeah that would have been nice. <laughs> yeah, that would have been nice. But for the Mariners... Let's see them turn the page now. We will try to turn the page with everybody. I'm sure I'll take a couple days to get over this, but let's see the Mariners move forward and save this offseason and really turn this team in the right direction because they can still do that. Let's just see them actually execute it. How about that? I wonder how I wonder how fast this will go. Will the market pick up instantly? I mean, I was thinking as we're recording this, like, what if someone signs during this? Wouldn't that be fun? But I, I don't think we're quite at that point. I do hope the market picks up fast, though. I hope there are some pre-negotiated deals that if and but show, hey, uh, now that that is done, that it can it can get rolling now. Oh, here's another idea, by the way. Now that Shohei's a Dodger, Mariners should be in on J.D. Martinez. Yes. Yeah, well, he's not going back there now. <laughs> right. So, that, yes. So, exactly what I'm saying. That's another name you can throw out there. But 
Let's hope the Mariners get it going as the offseason moves along, and let's hope we can walk away from this offseason when March, early April comes and say, you know what? They did enough. They had a good offseason, and everybody is sitting here happy. With that, I think that'll just about wrap up this short edition of the Marine Layer Podcast. You guys know the drill. You want to listen to the full-form podcast, you can do so wherever you listen on the audio side. If you do that, make sure to download, leave us a five-star review, follow the show. The reviews and downloads help us out a ton. And then go watch on YouTube, full video side of the podcast over there. Like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. and Check us out on social media. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube shorts at Marine Layer Pod. That's TJ. I'm Lyle. As always, we thank you guys for tuning in. We'll talk to you soon.